Hello, Lucy. It's wonderful to be here. Do you know I'm tickled pink? to be here and to be in your natural habitat. I tell you, I love it. I love it. I love it. I know. Well, you've, we've been, we've known each other for a very, 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 very long time. We have. And to be completely honest, Vicky has been one of the very few people who have walked with me through a really traumatic past four years. And I've spoken about that on air and I've battled so many things, depression, anxiety and a marriage breakdown. And Vicky was one of the very few people on one hand I could count that walked me through every step of the way with no judgment, with grace and love. And I have just seen your character in action over so many years that's why I was like I want my favorite Christian on air and you're my favorite Christian you're amazing let's talk about Jesus let's talk about Jesus in that Easter narrative and what we can learn what have you got for me today the cross Mm. you know Billy Graham everyone knows Billy Graham greatest evangelist of all time he said God proved his love on the cross when Christ hung and bled and died and it was God saying to the world I love you Mm. And growing up, we see crosses everywhere. And, <laughs> and when you're church, the cross is just synonymous with yep. Jesus and church and God and everything. Yep. But I wasn't in that boat. I didn't grow up mm. in the church. And Good Friday would come. And for some strange reason, when I was younger, a doctor decided to tell my mother that I was allergic to chocolate. And I wasn't allergic to chocolate. <laughs> oh my goodness. But my mother took it by the reins. And so for 14 years... And 14 Easter's and 14 years of my life, I didn't have any chocolate. And so Good Friday and Easter was like, I don't get any chocolate. Oh, wow. And all my siblings got chocolate and I got like marzipan eggs and, wow. and it's oh, like yeah, the sugar eggs. Right. But we also had fish. And I don't know why we had fish. Mm. And I love fish now. Mm. I'm like a fish person. I'm a pescatarian just recently and don't hold that against me because (laughs) I do love meat. It's a medical issue. (laughs) But we'd have this fish, but it would be like this smoked cod and Mm. it would be this orange and they used to boil it in water. (sighs) And then they'd put this white sauce over it with parsley and happy Good Friday. (laughs) And then you'd have your tuna casserole at the end and you'd be like, (laughs) this is disgusting what is going on how is this good friday this is the worst and (laughs) and then hot cross buns which are great we love Mm -hmm. hot cross buns Mm -hmm. but for some reason there'd never be enough in my family and so Mm -hmm. we'd all be arguing and it'd be first up and i somehow missed out on the chocolate and i missed out on the hot cross buns And, and so it was like good friday how can it be good? There's anything but good. And I knew I knew mm. that it was a pretty rotten day for this guy called Jesus as yep. well. And that's yep. why we were celebrating Easter yep. and that and that he'd been spat on and that he'd been put on this cross and, mm. and that he'd been yanked this way and that way and, and he was bleeding and bloodied. And if you've watched The Passion, it, it's traumatic to mm. see yep. those visions of what Christ happened? in that moment of his death. But when I was 18 years old, this is why I love Jesus and this is why I love Easter and this Mm. is why I can be who I am and this is Mm. my story and I'm going to be a bit raw here I Mm. guess because I'd lost my best friend in a cycling accident I'd had betrayal Mm -hmm. like we talked about yesterday Mm. I had so many things in my life that were good but then also making me question life and my life and my purpose of Mm. life and so I, I wanted to go on this journey of what was my life all about? Mm. And and I remember these Christian friends of mine, these people that love Jesus, and yeah, they were a little bit out there, but they were gold. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what do they have? And so I went like Peter, like I talked about yesterday, mm. you know, that he wanted more. Mm. I wanted more. Yeah. And so what did this day, Good Friday, have to do with 
history? What did it have to do with my future? All these claims of who Jesus was and mm. what did that mean to me? And and this just kept coming up in my mind. And why is it the most critical day in history? And why is there across the world all these national holidays mm. and religious ceremonies? And, and I'm like, God, is this really what it's all about? And mm. I really need to know who I am and what is the purpose of who here. I am. Mm. And does Easter mean more than what I think. You know, God just was beautiful. And on this journey, he just came right near me. And, and as I searched, he, he kept revealing these little bits of gold more and more and more. And I started to believe and, and I started to see that those nails that held Jesus onto the cross didn't actually hold him onto the cross, mm. but love did. And his mm. love for me did. And what do I mean by that? I don't know. At that time, I was like, he loves me, but what does that mean? Does that mean I have to go to church now? And what does it mean to love Jesus? Does that mean I'm a Christian? Does this mean I'm a Scientologist? I don't know. <laughs> I had no religious background, yeah. so I had nothing to go on. And beautifully, again, God brought people into my world, witnesses that were able to just show me the love and the goodness mm. of the kingdom of God and the love of God. In my journey, I saw the cross of Jesus, but I also saw two other crosses. And God actually took me on this journey of the Easter story. Yeah. There was three crosses. And I'm like, well, what are the other two crosses? Because yeah. I had no background. Yeah. And there was these two murderous thieves that yep. were getting crucified yep. with Jesus. They were like bad people. They'd done terrible things. Yeah. And they were getting the same death as Jesus on the cross. Mm. And I started to read this story of what these two thieves were doing next mm. to Jesus and, and how they were part of the story and why God was even showing me this. Everyone's mocking Jesus. He's up on the cross mm. and he's there with love. Mm. And it's a love that is just incredible because mm. he's there because he wants us to have this life connected to the heart of God. Mm. And People are mocking him. People are spitting on him. People are putting signs above him. People are, he's naked. He's humiliated. There's people weeping. There's people grabbing chunks mm. of flesh off him and people are bartering for his clothes. And then one of the thieves just turns to him and said, hey, mate, if you claim to be king of the Jews, if you claim to be the savior, the son of God, yeah. get yourself down. Yeah. And while you're at it, get us down. Because yep. if you're as powerful and as amazing as what everyone is saying, mm. get yourself down. And so he starts mocking it and he starts laughing and saying, yeah, king of the Jews. Mm. And then the thief on the other side, he turns and it's his turn to mock Jesus. But he looks at Jesus mm. and he doesn't want to. There's something that's not right. He looks at the other thief and he goes, how can you say these things? Yeah. Especially when you're about to die. How yeah. can you mock God? Mm. How can you mock this man? And he starts looking at Jesus and getting the realization mm. that Jesus is not like them. He did nothing wrong. Yeah. Here's this man who's perfect. They're hanging on the cross because he loves us so much. Mm. And this thief is sort of saying, I get it. Mm. I understand. You're not here for you. Yep. You're here for me. Mm. You're here for my wrongdoing. And he says to Jesus, I get it. I understand. And he looks into the eyes of Jesus and Jesus turns to face him mm. in this horrible moment because it's horrible. And even right at that moment, Jesus loves this man mm. and knows his worth, even though he's done horrible things. Mm. And the thief goes to him, Jesus, will you remember me? And it was like, God, I understand. Will you remember me? Mm. And Jesus just goes, I've always known you. Yeah. I've always loved you. Mm. I will not only remember you, but today you'll be with me mm. by my side always. We're going to paradise. And that thief finally knew 
his value. He knew that this man was going to give him something more mm. than the world could ever give him. Mm. He was going to give him more than life itself. He was going to give him this eternal love and grace and kingdom that mm. knew no end. And he understands. I sat in this moment and I'm like, Jesus, I understand. I'm that thief. Mm. And I need you and I thank you. And and that thief didn't have to do big prayers, say the right things, do the right things. He'd done absolutely the wrong things. Mm. And yet, like you were saying yesterday, Jesus said, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You just having that understanding, you just having that belief and saying, remember me was enough uh. because God looks at our heart. Yeah. Then comes the deeper understanding. And over the years, mm. you know, who Jesus is, what he did on the cross, it becomes this deeper love, this deeper understanding. There's a quote that says, if you can teach your kids the love of Jesus, mm. you don't have to worry about anything else. Yeah. When we were overseas a little while ago, my son, we went to one of these floating markets, Asian markets in this developing country, and, and it was busy and it was full of life. And I was holding his hands and his thong came apart. And so we knelt down and fixed it up. So we got separated from the group mm. and there was like shopping galore. Mm. And I don't know if you've ever been in these countries on these markets. Shopping is amazing. And I'm like, yes. And I wanted to take photos because I love getting the iPhone out and taking these mm -hmm. photos. And we're going along and I'm looking at all these incredible trinkets and beautiful artwork because I love art. And my son was sort of like a few steps ahead of me and, and I was about to get my phone out and take a photo but something stopped me mm. and all of a sudden I saw up ahead this man grabbed my son's hand mm. and started quickly leading him down another alleyway like this darkened alleyway off mm. the main drag and panic and everything in me was like what is going on? Mm. And so I start to run. Yeah. And he wasn't that far ahead, but yep. they'd made some ground and I get there and, and I'm yelling and this man turns around and he's only got one eye and he's mm. smiling with these rotten teeth at me mm. and he starts laughing and I grab my son and he won't give him to me and I go, that is my son. Mm. You will give my son to me now and I'm pointing the finger like an old woman at him mm -hmm. and going nuts and I'm screaming and I grab him. And in that moment of the most fearful thing of losing my child yeah if I had been distracted because there were so many little alleyways that my son would have been gone forever mm. to this day I think did it really happen yeah but that guttural cry from my heart because he belonged to me yeah that I love this kid more than life itself mm. and this is the Easter story it's this guttural thing that I belong to Jesus yeah he belongs to me mm. there's something that he's my savior he's my lord and it just does me in yeah. every time I think about it because there's this deepness of spirit that you can't explain yeah so it's this journey and I say to people you don't have to do anything great Go on the journey yeah. this Easter. This oh, is the cross. What a story. I love that visual, very visceral image of you just going, this is my child. And that's how God looks at us. This is my child. And I love you. You are mine. And how fiercely he will fight for us and protect us. When we're in tough situations, we'll pray and go, God, where are you? You're not here. <laughs> You've yes. let me down. But when we remember that God has that passion for us going, oh, you are mine. And, and on the cross, turning to that murderous thief and going, 
I love you and I'll see you soon. And often we strive so much in our faith and then go, God, where are you? And he never said, keep striving, keep striving, keep working hard and maybe I might. If you're good enough, if you say the right prayers enough times, I might turn up. That's not the gospel message and that's not the Easter message. The very basic or the most Easter message happens in that moment on the cross where his love is not only for that person next to him but for the whole world. Such a great reminder. All right, we have run out of time but we have one more day tomorrow together. Tomorrow we're talking Easter is equality and I'm like oh bring that fire tomorrow come on so I won't say any more than that but we will see you tomorrow Vicky thank you for today thank you Lucy thank you listeners it has been a pleasure